It's not that important to please everyone. It's a lot more important to please God. And pleasing God is something that, listen to me, you absolutely have the power to do. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Speaking of rain, you know, doesn't it feel like sometimes that life comes at you like a flood? You know, like the rain we just had. It just doesn't let up. Do you ever feel like no matter how hard you try to please everyone? In fact, do you ever feel like no matter how hard you try, you can't please anyone? I'm getting a lot of nodding heads with that and maybe you notice that it's always the people you want to please the most but it seems you never can when I was younger I I once had a coach that I lived to please and I could never do it today I want to be an encouragement to anyone who is in a situation like that but if you're not you probably will be because I have some good news for you and here it is You will never please everyone. In fact, you'll probably never please the person you're trying so hard to please right now. Maybe that doesn't seem like good news, but it is good news, and I want to tell you why. The first reason is because we need to realize you don't have the power to please anyone. You see, you can do a lot of good things for people. You can receive approval from them, but you have no power to sustain their happiness and their contentment. All people, including your loved ones, will only get that kind of lasting contentment from God. So we can't get discouraged when we don't please everyone because we can't. It's just not in us to do it. The second thing that we need to realize is It's not that important to please everyone. It's a lot more important to please God. And pleasing God is something that, listen to me, you absolutely have the power to do. We just need to go to the Word to remind us how to do that. One of the best examples that I know about how to please God is to read the story of Noah. Because the Word said that God was pleased with Noah. At that time in history, it says that he was the only righteous man on earth. So what did Noah do to please God so much? Well, first it said he walked with God. That means Noah spent time with God. They had a relationship. They communicated, and Noah loved the Lord. Well, that pleased God. The next thing that Noah did to please God was he trusted him can you imagine how much trust it must have taken for Noah to dedicate his life and his family's life 
to the project of building the ark and gathering up all those animals? I mean, think of the challenges. Think of the ridicule that he faced. But Noah trusted God, and God was pleased with him. Noah also pleased God by being obedient. The word says Noah did everything exactly as God commanded him. So God was pleased with Noah because of his obedience. So we just look at Noah. Noah showed us how to please God by loving him, trusting him, and by obeying him. There's no wonder that we get frustrated and discouraged when we're not pleasing everyone because we're not made to do that. We can try as hard as we can, and we will never be successful at it. But we were made to love God. We were designed to fellowship with Him and worship Him. And in particular, we were made to bring pleasure to God. He gave all of us the ability and the tools to do that. You know what the funny thing is? When we start trying to please God, we stop worrying about pleasing everybody else, and we end up doing a better job of that anyway. We always heard people say, you can't please everyone. Well, guess what? They were right. You can't. But you can please the only one that matters. And we can all do it in Jesus' name. Nobody is exempt from having difficult times. Did you know that even Mary and Joseph had problems? Coming up next, when we go through difficult times, we need to remember that God is with us. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Merry Christmas. Are you happy today? Okay, well, I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year, even though I've made no secret that Christmas can be the most expensive time of the year. And it's true that around my house, I've been known to complain about all the extra cross, uh, costs surrounding the holidays. Am I the only one? Well, I thought you would enjoy these. My latest, I'm so broke this Christmas. <laughs> Jokes. Now, the way this works is I say I'm so broke and you say, you got it. I'm so broke this Christmas. I'm so broke that when I was robbed recently, the robber said, don't worry, we're just practicing. I'm so broke this Christmas. I'm so broke that for dinner, I just read recipes from a cookbook. I'm so broke this Christmas. I'm so broke. The Internal Revenue Service recently sent me a letter regarding my upcoming tax return, and all it said was, Dear Bob, never mind. 
Wasn't that nice? Okay, here's the last one. I love this one. I'm so broke. I'm so broke. I now have buzzards following me on Twitter. Anyway, I'm really broke. Okay. Okay, I recently was watching some news show on TV, and, and they had a correspondent from Israel, he, and he tried to re- recreate the journey of Mary and Joseph from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And did any, anyone else see this? Uh, well, what was fascinating about the story is that even though it's only 65 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem, it took him 15 hours by car, because if you tried to take that route that Mary and Joseph took today, you had to cross over the Jordan River several times and therefore deal with customs and border crossings and lots of military checkpoints. And I guess the point of that story was that it's still a difficult journey today, just as it was 2,000 years ago. And anyway, while I was watching this, And seeing the rugged terrain that was there even today, I couldn't help but marvel at the mystery of God's plan because as miraculous as a virgin birth is and angels appearing and wise men following a star, there was also a very serious dose of challenge and hardship present in Mary and Joseph's life at the same time. There was certainly, as we know, some tension and anxiety from their family and their friends about Mary's pregnancy before being officially married to Joseph. And then there was this mandatory trip that they had to make from Nazareth to Bethlehem, which was a four-day trip at best, even using their chosen SUV, a donkey named Louise. Okay, well, I really... Don't know for sure that the donkey's name was Louise. But you don't either. Anyway, Mary, who is just a young girl, she's expecting her first child at any time. And you can only imagine that it had to be just all at once as this uncomfortable, scary, and totally nerve-wracking experience. And yet we love how this story turned out. A humble delivery in a barn, the host of angels rejoicing, joy to the world, the Lord has come. But you know something, isn't it great that one of the things that we love about the Word of God is that you can read the same story over and over, and God can reveal new things to you again and again. And here is what I found in this story this time around. You know, God surely picked Mary and Joseph to be Christ's earthly earthly parents. And I believe they had to be true hearts. Great compassion. Faith. And even with them, as special as they were, God made sure, listen to this, that they were engaged in the trials and the tribulations of the day. In fact... They had to fight for the survival of their new family. So when you and I go through difficult times, we have to remember that God is always 
always with us. But he intends for us to have difficult times. If ever there was a couple who could have been exempt from trouble, it would have been Mary and Joseph. But they had to walk through the fire, just like you and I. And it just confirms that God sees our hardships as necessary for us to grow into the kind of people that he wants to fellowship with. You see, the richness of our experiences is based on the challenge of our journey. And God shares this simple fact of life with us all through the word. And he even shares it in the Christmas story. So we wish you and your family a blessed holiday season celebrating the true meaning of Christmas. And when you reflect on this past year, rejoice in your victories and your successes. And then, hard as it might be, thank God for seeing you through your trials and your struggles. Because like Joseph and Mary, he will always be with you. And he will make you stronger because of them. In Jesus' name. We all strive to be strong, not weak. But the problem is we were all created with some strengths and weaknesses. Stay tuned for some good news. God's power is made perfect in your weaknesses. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. How many of you remember the line of this scripture? When I am weak, then I am strong. Have you heard that before? Well, I want to talk about that in just a moment, right after I share a little humor with you, okay? Here we go. A lady called her pastor. The pastor was a wise gentleman who had that calm, reassuring voice that oozes confidence. The lady, who was obviously crying, said, Pastor... I was born blind, and I've been blind all my life. I don't mind so much being blind, but I I have some well-meaning friends who tell me that if I had more faith, I could be healed. The pastor then asked her, Tell me, do you carry one of those white walking canes? Well, yes, I do, she replied. 
Okay, then, the pastor says, the next time one of your well-meaning friends says that to you, I want you to hit them over the head with a cane and then tell them, if you had more faith, that wouldn't hurt. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you would say. Just, just, just to set the record straight. <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 it is in our nature to believe that, that all weakness is a bad thing. We all strive to be strong, not weak. And we grow up aspiring to develop strong minds and strong bodies to create successful lives. But the problem is... We're all created with some strengths and some weaknesses. And recognizing these weaknesses and knowing how to deal with them is just as important as to achieving a successful life as capitalizing on our strengths. You know, we all know somebody personally, and we certainly know of people who have accomplished tremendous success just, just to fall hard due to their, their weaknesses. And a recent easy example to point to would be Terrell Owens, T.O., the, the uh, Dallas Cowboy football player. I mean, what a tremendous athlete. He's such a force on the playing field, it just seems like there's nothing that he can't do. But his weaknesses in managing his personal relationships and his fame are severely hampering his success in life. But you see, God made us all with strengths and weaknesses. And to understand the scripture that we were talking about, when I am weak, then I am strong. You have to understand where the Apostle Paul was coming from when he wrote it. He was in the middle of defending his ministry in a letter to his beloved Corinthians. And he was responding to criticism by church people who was jealous of his impact on the people of Corinth. And they had made this observation that while Paul wrote really great letters, in person, he was a very unimpressive figure physically. And he had no charisma at all as a speaker. And and you know, it would be natural for, for, for Paul to have been hurt by those comments. I mean, after all, he knew that all of his efforts toward those people were sincere. And no one could argue with of what Paul had witnessed and survived in his life, especially for the cause of Christ. I mean, he was beaten a number of times. He was thrown in prison. He was stoned. He was shipwrecked. I mean, just about everything you could imagine had happened to Paul. But his response to the Corinthians was something like this. He said, you know, I could, I could brag about all the things I've seen and done about my first-hand relationship with the Lord, about my vision of heaven, about all the persecution that I've suffered. I could tell you all these things to dispute my, my critics, but instead, I want to brag about my weakness because God knows I've got them. And in spite of them, the Lord himself told me, My grace is sufficient for you. Now listen to this. And he said, For my power is made perfect in weakness. 
Paul went on to say, I'm happy to boast about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. I'm happy for the insults. I'm happy for the hardships, the persecution, and in all difficulties. Here's where it came, where, where, the, where, the, where the line is. I'm happy for all the problems, for when I am weak, then I'm strong. What an amazing revelation. We can acknowledge our weaknesses so that Christ can perfect us. I mean, can we really count our, our weaknesses as a blessing from God? Well, the Apostle Paul showed us that we can. Because for every inability that we have, for every iniquity that we're tempted by, for every infirmary our body deals with, Jesus knows we have it. And Jesus has promised to work on us all the way to perfection. The message is that our strengths and our weaknesses belong to Him. So don't let your shortcomings and your insecurities and your doubts and your failures cause you to run from God. For these are the very things that God wants to reveal His power to perfect in you. And you might say, well, I'm just too messed up. Just got too many weaknesses. Well, let me tell you today that the more weaknesses that you have, the more miraculous the work that can be done in your life through Jesus Christ. You can't overcome them by yourself. But with Christ, you can say, for when I am weak, then I am strong. A few minutes ago, the song said, He's the defender of the weak. He, com- he comforts those in need. He lifts us up like wings of eagles. When I am weak, then I am strong. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.